Joseph Pasek of Barberna.ca, our twice daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 36, 36 platforms. Welcome to another edition of We the Norm with world-famous attorney Norm Jensen. Well, Norm, let's talk the Raptors, first of all. It looks like uh, they got shut out for another Christmas Day game, uh, the Christmas Day and Martin Luther King Day uh, schedule came out and the first couple games looks like the Raptors will begin the season at home at the Scotiabank Arena Friday October 19th versus Boston and then Saturday they uh, travel to Washington uh any thoughts about them getting shut out for Christmas Day you know uh I'm reminded of what Masai uh Ujiri uh, said when uh, we played Brooklyn in the uh, playoffs right what did he say well, I'm not going to say the, the word he said, but uh, you know what he said. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I uh, say about the NBA on Christmas Day. You know, let's, this is what I say. I say, you know, let the side take, you know, a Nick Nurse and Kawhi Leonard and uh, uh, whoever else decides they want to play on this team, let them take them to first place overall, you know, in, in the uh, NBA at Christmas Day and let them uh shove it in uh the nba's face that they got the first overall place team not playing on christmas day all right and it, and if and if they come and say oh we want to put you on you know say say we're we're off on christmas uh too bad we celebrate we we let our players go off on christmas in canada and uh if you don't want to have the first place team uh on christmas day uh too bad for you you know it's like it's like uh, the, the same thing that uh, Chris, uh, Christia Friedland, our uh, foreign minister, should say to the Saudis. You know, yeah. same thing. The same thing, exactly. Same thing, right? And does anybody like? I don't know what the big thing about you know. Okay, playing on Christmas Day or whatever. It's a day. Okay, would you like to play on Christmas Day? Fine, but would you like to be in first place? Would you like to go to the finals? That that's even more. We're going to be seen even more if we get to the playoffs. If we get uh, past the first, second round, even the Eastern Conference Finals. So who cares about Christmas? And I'll tell you what: if the Raptors make noise this year, there's no way, there's no way they're going to shut them out next year. And and besides, you know, hey, look, hey, I, I, let them shut us, shut us. Like just go, just. You know what did what did Vince Lombardi say? Uh, just win, baby. Yeah, Viking. You know? Yeah, just win. So just win, right? And uh, you know, if they want to have, if they really want to have the Milwaukee Bucks and the New York Knicks playing on Christmas Day, hey, knock yourself out, you know. And if they don't want to see uh, Kawhi Leonard and uh, and our young stars and Kyle Lowry and if he decides to play or not and our young stars. Uh, then too bad for them. Hey, but but uh, nor nobody's talking about the biggest bigger story, okay? The Cleveland Cavaliers make the NBA Finals four years in a row, and they're not on Christmas Day. Yeah, well, no, I know, I know. Nobody's I'm just a big sarcastic. Nobody's gonna watch. But the but, New York Knicks, can the New York Knicks. I mean, yeah, New on. York's every, every. It looks like they have uh, the twelve o'clock spot. They want to give it to New York because every year it's New York, Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn at at, at twelve o'clock. So the at the twelve o'clock spot, they always give it 
to New York because uh, obviously New York is New York. They want to have LA now, New York, uh, you know, Chicago, Boston. So, but this year above all, the, everybody thought the Raptors because let's face it. Other than the Lakers with LeBron James signing there, who made the most noise in the NBA this offseason? It's the Raptors. Yeah. Now, speaking about other things about the Raptors, what do you think of their backup center, Greg Monroe, signing on with the Raptors? Well, you know what? He 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 played a valuable role for Boston last year, didn't he? Coming yes. off the but he's been a Raptors killer. He he's been fighting down in the post with Jonas Valanciunas all the time. Um, it's not somebody that I would have been on my radar to go out and get, but you know what? Uh, it might work out. You know, he's he's very serviceable guy, and uh, certainly in a backup role. <clears throat> I mean, uh, you know. Uh, is it is it a downgrade from Pirtle? Pirtle can't shoot. You know, this guy can shoot. This guy can shoot from the elbow. Uh, uh, let's face it. He's another veteran presence where last uh-huh. year, if you look to at who the backups were, the veteran presence was C.J. Miles. The yeah, rest were not, all youngsters. I don't think he's he's not as good a blocker as uh, a Pirtle. Pirtle's a nice blocker. And yeah. nice, but he, he, I don't know how he is on defense. But uh, he's got skill on the uh, offensive glass. He's a rebounding machine, right? And uh, what's our weakness last year? Our, probably one of our biggest weaknesses was in rebounding. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so you know, we lose a little bit on the block, and we gain on the rebounding, right? I mean, we, we, we the, there are some games we got killed on the boards, right? So we've got to improve that. I mean, our only real, you know, when you think about it, our two best rebounders were probably, uh, uh, well, uh, first, Valanciunas, and second, uh, Kyle Lowry, right? So. Yeah. Uh, you know, so so that that part of the game is is gonna improve immensely, right? So, um, although Pirtle was very good on the offensive class, you know, but yeah, so was yeah. Monroe, I think Monroe's good on the offensive class. Yeah, too. Monroe's good uh, low post player. He could sub in for, or if you're looking, you know, maybe they still have want to trade uh, Serge Ibaka or something like that. So, yeah. uh, you know, that is a very, very good pickup because they only paid him $2 million. That guy, you know, if, if he has a good year, I could see his salary go from 2 million to 12 next year. So it's a very, very good pickup. And let's face it. We saw you, Jerry, has shown that he has a lot of uh, fortitude to to make pull off this huge trade and still want to get better with adding these small pieces at an amazing price. And these small pieces can turn out to be something huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it should be fun. It should be fun. Uh, first home game Friday night, Boston. Uh, should be fun, but yeah, I, I don't know who's gonna go. Yeah, uh, and, and what a way to make a for a statement because Boston and the Raptors are arguably gonna be like, well, Philly's gonna be there too, but I think Boston Raptors are gonna face one two, and what a way to make a statement the first night and and really clobbering Boston. Oh, that that oh, makes yeah, a statement around the end. Joe, I want you to write this down. Okay, okay write this, write this down. I want all our listeners to know, and you can put it on the website and see if I'm right or not, Philadelphia will not make the top three. All right. You say Philly won't be the top three. So let me ask you who in your estimation will be. 
Uh, well, it'll be any one of the following, okay? Um, Indiana, uh, Washington. Let's see if I can throw anybody else in there. I mean, Milwaukee. Maybe. maybe. And uh, here's my dark horse. My dark horse is Detroit. That was going to be mine. You stole mine. <laughs> my, mine was Detroit and Miami, actually. You know, I don't see Miami there, but I see I see Detroit. I don't see Miami, but I see Detroit as a dark. They look. They got Blake Griffin. They got some talent. They haven't meshed yet, but they got Casey there, um, and uh, they got Reggie Jackson still, and uh, got some good talent. So, and uh, and I'm, I'm telling you, people won't know. Will not be Philadelphia. Will not be. So I think they, uh, you know, they first of all. They were they were a good team in the first half, but they weren't that good. They were just a, a, a second tier playoff team, and they had that run where they beat nobody. Okay, and that's exactly games. right. They they had twenty games where they beat nobody, and uh, uh, and it's okay. It's all part of the schedule. But they did it with uh, uh, Be- uh, Bellinelli, right? Yeah, he's gone. And uh, who's the other one? Ilyasova, gone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as it, Markel, now, here's the X factor. If Fultz finds his uh, shooting stroke, I mean, that could be a big help, right? And, you got an, and you've got a year experience out of Ben Simmons. If he could start to make a shot and a free throw, then, then yes, they could, they could be up there. But until that happens, I say they don't make the top three, and they'll, str- and they'll struggle to make the top four. So, obviously, one and two, Boston and the Raptors, right? No, no, no. Raptors in Boston. Okay, so Raptors, <laughs> Ra- Raptors in Boston. So. Actually, actually, uh, no. It'll be it'll be an interesting fight. And look, to be to be honest, um, if I'm going to be totally objective about this, I mean, we don't know yet what we're going to get out of Kawhi and what we're going to get out of Kyle. Okay, but if we get those players playing the way they're capable of, then I think we're number one. All right, well, I got Boston, since Boston and the Raptors are in the same division, the Raptors can't even be number two. So whoever wins, they're number one. If you, if the second place team can only be number three because they give it to the other div, a division winner. So oh, it's, why they did it, did it, why they don't do one through eight like they did last year? No, they they do one through eight, but basically it, the division winner gets the like. Uh, a spot, second spot, or or uh, third spot. Oh, you're telling me the second seed is the division winner? Yeah, yeah. That's not how it was last year. Yes, yes. It, it was below the third seed. If you're third or below, then they go by record. But the first two spots are division winners. Well, wasn't, wasn't uh, Toronto and Boston 1-2 last year? No. Uh, uh, Boston fell to uh, number three. No, 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 no. I think no, so. Yeah. No, 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 no. Philadelphia was three. But Philadelphia, yeah, Philadelphia was also in the Raptors division. So you mean if the first three are in, then they do it like that? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's a Raptors are sure division. About, are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure, unless they changed it. Uh, unless they change it also, because they give the division winners um, the top top you know, seed. They, they used to do that. I thought they got rid of that. Like the year before, the year before, oh, so the year before, uh, Raptors were three, were the three seed. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I I should just uh, check on that, but uh, that's that's what I have heard. But I, I didn't really check on it, but that's what I heard because the Raptors, Boston, and uh, and the Seventy Sixers are all in the same division. Forget about seats for a second. Let's just talk about record, okay? So so all in the same division, and uh, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Basically, uh, you know. All right. Well, in terms of records, it's, you know, look, look, Boston is loaded, right? Boston yep. is loaded, but uh, you can't. You can only have five guys on the floor at any one time, right? So, um, the question is, uh, you know, whose top five is better? Uh, you got Tyree Hayward. Uh, I, I don't know who their center is. Who's going to be their center this year? Well. Um, but Boston is not only are they loaded, they're loaded with youngsters, right? They're they're loaded because they they pick their draft picks are are amazing. Yeah, they yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not worried about that. I mean, that, so are we. But yeah, I, yeah. Well, they're deep. But I'm sure, let's just talk starting five. I mean, really, we don't, the only two veterans really we have uh, are uh, well, there's Monroe, but you know, we we have. So we have Kyle, who I think is still can play, and uh, and uh, Ibaka, right? And uh, none of them are that old, but they're you know they're they're sort of at the end of their prime, I suppose. But um, so you got the Kyle. well, Al Horford or Marquise Morris, uh, they were all the you know center, and then they had uh, right. uh, so Baines, who also played center. Horford did Horford play the four or the five last year? I think he played. Well, he played a combination of both. Because then, uh, you know, they put uh, Tatum in there at, at four. And, Morris, Morris came and, and you know, uh, Marquise Morris was there. So, all right. So, so um, let's say you got uh, Kawhi and Kyle, right? So you give that to yeah. Kawhi. All right. And, and what's Hayward a two? Hayward's a two. Yeah. All right. So uh, who do we who would gonna start at the two? Uh, Danny Green. Yeah, Daddy Green. So because before it was the bar, right? I think before you give it to Raptors now, because Daddy Green, you got to give it to the Celtics. All right, so you give the guards to to the Celtics, right? So we got the three. I don't care who they got there, Jalen yeah. Brown, whatever. Yeah. We got the three, okay? Now we got the four, right? So let's say yeah. it's Morris, okay? So it's Morris and Ibaka. What do you, what do you say? Yeah, you know, but it's a toss-up every game because you never know what you get from both guys every game. And Horford, Valanciunas, you got to give that to Horford, I guess, eh? No, I, I actually, you know what? If you look at the numbers, Valanciunas is better. Valanciunas, for me, he's still underrated. Nobody talks about. I, for me, I, he's in the top five centers of NBA. Yeah. Well, so, so it's pretty close, and then uh, and oh, and where we didn't even put OG in, in there yet. Yeah, right? yeah. I think our bench is either tied with them or are are higher than them because, like, don't forget Fred Van Fleet's there, OG's there, Delon uh, the Wright is there, Sia Kim is there. So yes, Boston has a couple guys there also, but our overall they bench. Brown, they got Jalen Brown and Rozier. Yeah, but all, and who else? Uh, Marcus Smart. Okay, 
but but after that, there was another guy who was injured last year. Uh, who, uh, well, they got to have more than that because no, they they they're gonna have. But but the five four or five guys I said are probably the best bench, like still the best bench players in the league. So I take our bench over their bench any day. Well, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. It'll be, you know, when you look at it, it's it's pretty it's pretty close. It's pretty close, I think, right? All right. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna switch topics now and talk about your other favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, so they they get John Tavares and all that. We're in I'm gonna say we're in the middle of August. We're about a month away from training camp. What does Kyle Dubas still have to do for the Maple Leafs? Notice that Eric Carlson is still out there. Go get him. All right. Would you give up? <laughs> would you give up Nylander for him? How old is Carlson? Uh, Carlson's in his thirties. I think he's thirty-one. I, I'd give up Nylander for Carlson. I think. One if year. He, Remember, it's because uh, he's, well, he's a free agent year. next year. No, I. You know, for one year. No, you got to get him on an extension. Okay. Um, would you give up? Okay, so. One for one, you would give up Nylander. What if it's two for one? It depends who. I mean, we're loaded up front. We're loaded, right? So if you give, like, a, a third liner who's actually could play second liner for them, uh, yeah, I, I, I would consider doing that. Would you give also a pick? You and know, for, you a, think... for a top-tier defenseman, you get, you get, if you get the best player in the deal, you win the deal, right? That doesn't mean yeah. you trade away everybody. Yeah, but at this point, at this point, I wouldn't worry about a pick. Uh, you, you, my philosophy on picks, which I've said many times, you don't give away picks unless the picks make you a Stanley Cup contender, unless the trade makes you a Stanley Cup contender, okay? If the trade makes you a serious Stanley Cup contender, then you can give away a pick. In other, in other words, if you're if you're you know finishing at uh, you know 25 right you don't give that pick away right yeah uh, but if you're finished in the top five you know uh, and then you want that that piece to try to throw you over the top then you can give away a pick because your pick won't mean that much right all right so let me ask you this let's say they get Eric Carlson does that put them over the top or do they need one more stay at home defenseman? Well, if you get Eric Carlson, uh, first of all, I think you're in the conversation right now with Tavares, right? But yeah. you're 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 in the mix. So, uh, like hockey is, you know, hockey is different than uh, like basketball. So, um, but but uh, every piece that the Leafs add now, every every hole they plug puts them that much closer. There's good teams out there: Washington, Pittsburgh. You know, uh, uh, all kind of you know Vegas, all kind of good teams, but uh, uh, and and there's a lot more parity in the NHL than in let's say the NBA. But the the they they this you know that piece you know just inches you along and it gives you a shot. You're in you're in that conversation right now. If things go your way, you could win it all. But you want to have a better chance at it. You put Carlson in that lineup, you got a better chance. 
So now let me ask you this question. Nobody asked this question, okay? For the Raptors, we just want them to get to the NBA Finals. No, we don't. We want to win. Okay. That, but most people say, okay, they can't beat Golden State or whatever. Okay. Yeah, so that, 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 let's take that. But the Maple Leafs since 1967, I wasn't born. You were like five. I gave you uh, what? I it's true. 12. I was 12. Yeah, but I, I actually gave you a compliment. Yeah, I know. Come on. I, <laughs> I, I minus seven years there. Come on. So anyways, so but the Maple Leafs, since 1967, they didn't get to the Stanley Cup final. What if they do get to the Stanley Cup final but lose? Are are like how are people gonna feel that because it's you never like in my generation I've never gone to the Stanley Cup final right we want to go to Stanley Cup final and win but what if we go there and lose and it takes them another forty fifty years to get there again <laughs> look uh, if we go to the Stanley Cup final and lose. Uh, I think all in all, it will be seen as a good season, uh, uh, a very good season, but uh, it'll be disappointing, of course, right? Um, and, uh, you know, as to uh, as to how you look at it long term, it depends, like you say, how long does it take you to get back to the Stanley Cup finals? I mean, who knows, right? But uh, look, uh, you know, they the closest they've gotten to the Stanley Cup finals is uh is is that 1993 season right yeah. where it was in high stick right yeah, uh, yeah. And, and they also got pretty close one year in the sundine era but um you know that was the closest and uh uh you know so <clears throat> i think it'll be seen as a good season it's hard in the nhl i would say it's it's hard to get there even when you build a really really good team it's like in any sport, it's really, really hard to get there, right? Even, you know, and, and there's a lot of parity in the NHL amongst the top tier. And, you know, things go your way. You get a hot goaltender or you get a goaltender that's not, you know, in a slump. It just alters alters what, what you know, everybody's expectations. So uh, you need some luck. You need some good fortune. And, uh, I mean, look at Washington. They were banging at the door for how many years? Yeah, things fell their way, and they did it right. I mean, yeah. it, it it didn't hurt that uh, Toronto and Boston beat each other up for seven games, right? Didn't so, hurt. So, Norm, I'm going to ask you this: Do you remember what happened 30 years ago today? 30 years ago today, in uh, 1988. Yes. 1988 in uh, August. Yes, it's the greatest. Uh, may have been the greatest terriblest day in hockey history. Wayne Gretzky got traded. Oh, that's the day, eh? Yeah, Wayne Gretzky got traded from the Oilers to the Kings. I still remember the press conference. Wayne Gretzky was crying. When when you think about, let's say, Wayne Gretzky and Look how he was the greatest player to play hockey. Some people say Bobby Orr, some people say, but let's let's just say for argument's sake, Wayne Gretzky. Take us through for you when you heard that. What did you think? Like, okay, hockey's over in Edmonton or or L.A. Like, why L.A.? Why not the Maple Leafs? Why why not Montreal or something like that? 
Well, first of all, 1988, we were not a very good team. I mean, I, I we did have that, and it might have been 88, where we had that little run with Brophy's boys for yeah. one year. Yeah. But uh, but we were never in the conversation, really, to be one of the top-tier teams. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was not realistic for us to get Gretzky at that time. We'd be being run by... Harold Ballard, I mean, it was like, uh, you know, if we actually won anything, it was by accident, right? So uh, it was never really, I mean, it was just an interesting story in the hockey world, but it didn't have any impact uh, on the forces of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, but it was interesting, and it, and it turned out to be a great, a great uh, story for the NHL. I mean, uh, you know, the NHL took off in a lot of American markets where they were floundering before, particularly in LA. Yeah, and and right now, probably there will not be a, a team in Anaheim, San Jose, Florida, Tampa. Think about if that trade did not happen. Think about the, the teams now. There'll probably be ten teams who probably wouldn't be in the NHL right now. Right. So no, it's, no, no. and people say it, it's a yeah, sad day or whatever, but say, it actually say. made the NHL what it is. Yeah, and you might say that for the Canadian fans, that's too. They like the NHL the way it was, and not yeah. the way it is. I mean, there's a lot to be said for that. Like as a fan, as a Canadian fan, right? Uh, it's not that I want to see teams in Quebec and all that, you know. But uh, you know, we we went to uh, the dollar, and I think the one thing that's that's made hockey more difficult to watch for old time fans. Uh, than me or this this push to make money and and uh, particularly and I go on about this all the time uh, those those ridiculous timeouts that they have those television yeah. timeouts uh, nine of them during a game and then you know they go on for like almost four minutes long each right and that's all comes out of the Gretzky era so that part of it I don't like but the fact that there's that they're making money like crazy and it's good for you know the league, it's good for the owners, and I guess it's good for fans in all kinds of places that never had hockey before. So all in all, I guess it's positive, right? I can't it's believe it. It really changed the game. It certainly changed the game. 30 years ago, can you believe it? The 30, we're all getting old. Like you, you were complaining two minutes ago when I gave you a compliment. Can you believe it's 30 years? Yeah. Hey, do you, do you think do you think ESPN cares? Do you think they're going to have a story about this today? Well, Forget about ESPN. What about uh, the Canadian, uh, uh, you know, uh, networks? Uh, let's see if they have a story because you know Wayne Gretzky is Captain Canada, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. let, let's see if anybody has has a story on this. But let, let's close oh, out. Is that, why, is that why Dustin Johnson won the Canadian Open? In, in, yeah, he, he, in honor of Wayne Gretzky's thirtieth year and his trade to uh, L.A. I mean, Dustin Johnson probably would never have met his uh, daughter. Yeah, see, I believe Dustin Johnson. I never got married with uh, Paulina. I never, you know, I should blame Dustin Johnson because if if uh, if he never met her, I still had a chance with Paulina. Come on, imagine if I married Wayne Gretzky's never mind. All right, so let, let's close out this we uh, we the norm edition with tennis, tennis at York University, and your friend Dennis Shapovalov getting through to the third round. Rafael Nadal's there, but Milos Radic lost a second-round match. Uh, I feel bad for the tennis people. You know why? In Toronto, for the last two months, hot, hazy, 
really no rain and we were complaining about rain now the the week that the tennis is here rain every day i know but it's a nice day today they should get some good tennis in today at least until the late afternoon and Shapovalov, in my mind has taken over as our number one tennis guy i don't know whether he's ahead of ronitz in the rankings or not but these are my most exciting after this players. tournament he will be yeah he's our most exciting player and uh He's got the highest upside, I think. So, uh, and, and, and and Norm, let me ask you a question because she she has gone online on record. Eugenie Bouchard says she will date uh, a lawyer. So, uh, uh, Norm, are you in the are you in contention for Eugenie Bouchard? No, no, I, I'm <laughs> I've been happily married for forty years. Uh, okay, but uh, but uh, so so all you. Uh, but, uh, but here, here, Eugenie Bouchard is that. Let, let's talk about her for a second. And what a story of her! She she goes to Wimbledon one year, and then she can't even win a round. It can't even win a round. Like six, seven, uh, you know, Montreal, Toronto tournaments can't get out of the first round. Yeah, yeah. It's it's she's 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 not she was never. I mean, she was good, but I, I just never saw her as uh, a consistent uh, sort of contender, uh, tournament contender, and uh, she's clearly not, right? So. Uh, All right, and uh, you want to close it off with any golf talk? Well, we got the PGA coming up next week, and and uh, it's not out of all the majors. It's probably the one that I. Uh, I watch the least, but it is uh, interesting sometimes if you see one of these PGA pros, uh, club pros uh, on the leaderboards, uh, you know, it's interesting to see that. And it's a major. So, you know, uh, how's Tiger Woods going to do that? He, just, he wasn't uh, stellar uh, in the last, uh, in the Bridgestone, but he did have a great British Open. So uh, that's always interesting to see. And there's a lot of good players out there. Dustin Johnson's playing phenomenally. Um, so, uh, you know, let's, let's, uh, and, and I wanted to ask you that I haven't asked you, what do you think of, uh, the PGA changing the, the schedule around for, for next year with, with the Canadian open and other tournaments there? Um, do you like it? Uh, what's, uh, what's your view on it? Well, I, you know, I think all, overall it's positive. I think the fact that it's, a week before a major instead of a week after uh, is a positive development. Uh, but uh, you know, I think the biggest the biggest thing for the for the PGA or for the Canadian Open that's really helped it has been the sponsorship by RBC uh, because you get all these players that are sponsored by RBC and uh, and uh, I mean, look at you have a pretty good field in the Canadian Open this year, notwithstanding that it's a week after a major, right? So. Uh, and a week after not any major, but the week after the British Open, so people got to come back and travel. I, um, I, I uh, you know, there's some great courses out in the East, and I always wondered whether they could take advantage of that after a British Open, and, and uh, you know, instead of a, a eight-hour, you know, a seven-hour flight, uh, you know, you'd be a four-hour flight, and you're right in uh, Nova Scotia, and they, they've got some great new courses out there. But uh, they may not be appropriate for uh, for for a tournament like that. But I I think that having having it uh, in front of the U.S. Open by a week, I think it, that'll attract people. So uh, 
uh, the, that were not there before, people like Phil Mickelson and uh, maybe Tiger will come back. And, and uh, I don't think he's played since he won. No. You know, so, uh, you know, so that'll be fun. Uh, so I think overall it's positive. All right. Uh, Norm, tell everybody about uh, your world-famous uh, musician son, Adam Justin. Adam Justin, is, Ken, his, his uh, work can be found at northernfrequencies.com. And, um, you know, does great promotional vid videos, writes great songs, and, you know, has got a couple albums. You can find the albums on Spotify or Apple Music or, or Google Music or any of, of your, uh, you know, music apps. Uh, and, and you can see the work that he's doing on northernfrequencies.com. And, and he's so world famous. He's traveling the world in Lisbon, Portugal, everywhere. So he's in Europe. So uh, check him out, northernfrequencies.com. That's Adam Justin, and you've been listening to We the Norm with world-famous attorney Norm Justin. We'll be back here next week for more We the Norm. Thanks a lot, Norm. Thank you.